0: Visit Arcade Club in Bury, Greater Manchester, the largest gaming venue in Europe, set on two floors featuring over 250 original arcade machines from Space Invaders right up to the latest Japanese rhythm games. There's also pinball machines, retro modern consoles, top end PCs and VR stations. For just £10 entry or £15 for both floors, you can stay as long as you like and everything is set to free play. It's open Thursdays to Sundays with free parking, two licensed bars, two kitchens and fair price and there's no need to book, just turn up for an awesome day out. In
1: 1973, some cracked arcade players who always go commando were sent to prison by a military court for high scores they could not attain. These men promptly escape from a max security stockade to the Blackburn and Middlesex Underground. Today, still wanted by the evil Tronides empire, they survive as players of fortune. If you have a token problem, if your biscuits keep falling in your brew, and if you can find them, usually hanging around Arcade Club and Victor's Garage, maybe you can hire the P-Team.
0: Better that? alright, mate? Yes, Hello. <laughs>
1: And listeners might have heard already, there is three of us here tonight. I am Victor Marland, a.k.a. Vertvik. Hello. Yeah, so am I. Who's that in the background? This old Chuckie Egg.
0: This is Alex Chucky
1: Egg. He's come round <laughs> to help us out a little bit, because we probably need help, Sean.
0: Yeah, we're doing do a bit. So who are you again? Uh, Sean Holly from Blackbird. The Blackbird <laughs> Black, Underground. Blackburn, Lancashire, yeah. Yes,
1: well done. So, let's get straight on with it. Let's do Alex first. Not do him. Not really? do him in. But, Alex, what have you been up to lately, games-wise? Oh, uh, games-wise, just ones we've been playing for the podcast, really. Oh, okay, yeah. nice one. So, you're in, in the middle of places to live at the minute, and all your stuff's scattered everywhere. Yes. Yeah, so the four corners of Middlesex. It's,
2: it's, uh, so, you haven't had
1: your cabs with you for a little while?
2: No, but I've got two over at my girlfriend's now, which Ooh.
1: is cool. I've
2: got Skyscraper, she's been playing it every day. Really? Yeah, she loves it. Has she fixed it yet? <laughs> No, still got that little thought in it, but we it's, it's, forget about well, it. Tell now. her to get her screwdrivers out, get it sorted <laughs> yeah. for you. I got Donkey Kong over there uh, yesterday, actually, which is right. cool. So yeah, hopefully, will be settling s- some more in soon. And, um, and you were saying earlier, you haven't got an actual computer set up at the moment. I've probably got
1: one in my shed, you can have. Yeah. So we'll get you going with a main set up before long, I'll get that done yeah, for that next week cool. if
2: I can, so you can join in the games again. I did actually go to a meet on Saturday, uh, Dave's. Which Dave is this? There's retro, a lot of Dave's. Re- retro Dave Nintendo. Oh, yes, on Bill? Twitter. Yep, yep, we know he's Dave. He's got quite a nice little set-up now. The last time we spoke to him, he just got a Time Pilot. Yeah, he's got a Time Pilot, Dedicated, Miss Pac Man, Donkey Ooh. Kong, Junior, Popeye. And he's just bought that Titan Jammer Cab. Oh, and he yes, had and a then we Game elf the Ken- running in it. Ah, okay, yeah. With 400 games in it. Yeah, and you reckon they're pretty good? Well, I think he deleted pretty much two thirds of the lot off it, but oh, just playing Bagman on it and uh, Astro
0: Blast, and they played pretty good. Nice, yeah. Oh, nice one. That's pretty good. I, I've got that. I've got that game. L four hundred twelve in one. What do you think? It's, Sean? It, it's not as good emulation as a sixty in one, I don't think, but it's some of it's it's passable, you know. It's, it's for the for the money. It does its job, you know. They're only cheap yeah. as well, aren't they? I think that one's about hundred quid, but it oh, is really? four hundred. Yeah, ga- yeah four hundred games.
2: Well, if you oh, think fair. that Bagman's Hundred and fifty odd quid. It's on eBay. Just for the PCB. And that, yeah, that plays it good enough for me.
0: Yeah. You know? mm. I, didn't, yep. I didn't think to play it on that actually. Yeah. So Sean, what have you been up to? What have I been up to, Vic? Uh huh. I have been to arcade club a lot. Sean. A lot. <laughs> Nowadays, yeah. it's not even a thing. It's just mm. a thing. Do you get paid to go there, Sean? He does. I now I now get paid to play Moon Patrol. <laughs> you shouldn't really be playing Moon Patrol. You should be. Managing. You should
2: be I have, working.
0: I have to stealth play Moon Patrol now. What, when Andy's not looking? When the boss should, is should, out of eyes of view. Get on the radio, like, some kid spilled some drink on floor three, so I make that up, run up to floor three, <laughs> have, a, have a quick go at Moon Patrol. Yeah, I've sorted it. Did yeah. you actually
2: have an interview to get the job? Did you have to, you have to sit down in a white room yeah. with Andy? And, in front you know, of Keanu and directions.
0: Andy? And... No, not really. It was kind of an informal discussion. I yeah. would say.
1: <laughs> Sean, you're always here. Yeah. I might as well just pay to have you here now. I think that were it, All yeah. right, fair enough. So, what have, your, of you. <laughs> what have your duties been at Arcade Club
0: so far? I've been running the Thursday tournaments.
1: Is this um, modern tournaments or is it all arcade stuff?
0: Well, the the idea of it is to drive more business to floor three because Thursday's the quietest night. Yeah, Still not that quiet now, really, but... To get more business to floor three, which is the the arcade floor. So there's a yes. few arcade games they we play, but they've got a big projector. So a bit there was Mario Kart, which went down well, Mortal Kombat, and one other I've forgotten that was all right. Oh, a Super Mario Brothers three speed run on the play choice ten. Oh right, okay. Yeah, that was all right. That's an interesting way of playing it. Yeah, and all, all the rest of it, I'm like learning the ropes and just getting to grips with everything and what goes on behind the scenes and. Yeah, but I'm I'm working on the memoirs already. Oh, nice.
1: So hopefully more new stuff to come from your brain.
0: Yeah, and this is a bit bad, really. Yeah, I saw this. Charlie Farr was playing Donkey Kong as he always does, and he's he's, he's obsessed with like getting over a million and getting a kill screen, yeah. maybe in the same game. And he'd it, it got sort of five hundred thousand, and he says, "Right, I'm not going. I'm not going to point press. I'm going for the kill screen." So I said, "All right." So I wandered around, and like an hour later, I come back, and he's still playing it. He's up to like eight hundred and fifty thousand, and he's on level like nineteen. So I thought, "Is not going to do the kill screen here?" So I got my phone, sort of stood behind him a bit, and started recording him. And he was on—he's on level twenty-one, and it's, it's kill screen twenty-two, isn't it? Yeah. And when he realised I was filming him, he, he sort of lost it. But and- tell the listeners, no stop.
1: Tell the listeners, Sean. I've seen the video evidence, right? Tell us mm. how he realised you were videoing him. Because I may have said. Yeah, because someone said something. You said, and this is
0: verbatim, yeah, I'm videoing him. He's supposed to back to the kill screen. <laughs> and then what happened, Sean? Uh, he says, it's, it's too polite. He says it wasn't me, but I think I must have put him off. I spring yeah, that on his the, face. The light
2: on the phone as well, like Dave. Do you remember Dave was filming my space launcher oh, yeah. record and he actually had the light oh, yeah. on the phone yeah, and it yeah. glaring off Blinded. the table? <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Dave. <laughs> yeah. You so, know when
0: you, you kick someone in the back of the knee and they crumple? It's quite yeah. funny. I was, I was trying that. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably wouldn't help. So um, what yeah, did he get in the end? 900 and something thousand, was it? 934, so it was a PV for him, but he didn't quite... It is. It was like, was it two screens away from this kill screen? I felt so bad. Felt the thing so is, bad. though,
1: with David, Charlie Farr, he's such a polite guy, he probably just went, oh, well and he just went and got a drink and played another game he wouldn't like yeah. beat the machine up like we would normally and yeah, freak out yeah. he'll do it again, that's the thing, He's not just a one off
2: yeah, but behind closed doors he probably smashed his bedroom up or something <laughs> or pictures of Sean Holly
1: yeah, he's probably throwing darts at Sean's face
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: what else have you been doing at arcade club? because there's lots to do at arcade club apart from working obviously
0: yeah, yeah, you sort of mock in where you can because you have to. It's just that atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's a nice atmosphere, actually. It's, it's like a kind of like a family. Yeah. You know? Mm. you know when you get that vibe when you from the other employees? Well, I know quite a but, few people who work there anyway because they're old yeah. you know, UK VAC people or whatever. Yeah. Well, I said to one of the VR guys, I said, because they have, like, stints sitting on VR and telling people how to do it. I said, pretend I'm a customer. Sit down and tell me how you do it. So... I sat, sat in this game called Project Cars, mm-hmm. which is a racing game. Oh, is it? With a name like yeah. that? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> you notice, Alex, we, we, I do all the uh, hand yeah. things. That's me cars. You never know if, you, if we hadn't no, done that. Yeah. Project Cars. So I said, he took me all through it and said, you know, fitted the visor on and that. And he said, what, what track do you want to go on? I said, oh, I love drifting. Put me on a really twisty, turny track. So I went on it and, oh, God, I was crashing into walls and that and looking around and, and in about... Honestly, less than a minute, I felt sick. I oh, really? Like, mm. Yeah, still not, still still not good with VR's it. I still
2: think VR's got another 10 years before it really does sort of hit I, off, you know? It's just, the, the software's just not as good, you know? I, I, I've had this mm.
1: conversation a lot of times with a lot of different people, and I just don't think VR
2: is going to keep going with gaming. I think, well, I think in 20 years we'll all be talking about it, but I still think the software needs to catch up. I don't think so. I think, I think the way to
1: go with gaming is augmented reality, mm. you know, with the, mm. the 3DS and the phones yeah. and stuff, because you, you, everyone's got a phone, so it's cheap, mm. and the software is downloadable on a phone which is cheap, and you can run around your house, you know, picking up fairies or goblins yeah. or you know, Pikachus or whatever. And it's just there and it, it doesn't make you feel ill and you can look away. And it's, yeah. it's almost like a magic trick when you look through your phone, you see something that's not there. But with VR, it's, I
2: think it's, it's fine tricking the right your brain game as well. I yeah, think but I think, I think right the game. motion
1: sickness with VR is, is you're not going to get over mm-hmm. it. I think people, people's brains are so wired to looking around you and moving and you're it's yeah. all connected. When you're VR, there's something not quite connected. It's there. certainly
2: not going to work in the arcades because no one wants to put a VR set on after 100 other people have just yeah, put it on. Yeah, and they
1: get broken. Yeah. So it's never going to work. It works in arcade club, obviously, because they've got loads of people to look after it and show to playing play and yeah. all this lot. But in a proper arcade, you imagine that down the Brighton Arcade back in the 80s. It yeah. wouldn't last five minutes, would it?
2: Well, you'd need uh, someone to, to look after it and support it, wouldn't you, then? Yeah, yeah I think so. Employed. Yeah, yeah, you have to do that. Mm.
0: So but There there is some really enthusiastic people and they're really into it, but they're younger generation, you know. Mm.
1: Yeah, maybe they, their brains are wired differently to ours.
0: I think if you get the frame rate quite high, you get less motion sickness, apparently. Oh, really? Like 100, 120 frames a second or something. It's Come less on. motion. You know, so you've got to have a right powerful rig to get it working.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's really expensive to get it, it top of the range how it should be.
0: Mm. mm. Yeah. And one more thing. Very, very important, this. Mm-hmm. I found out from a, a young Asian lady that works at arcade club that I've been pronouncing... Dodonpachi, Daiouju wrong, forever. Right. It's Day-O-G. Is As this Asian lady, is she Japanese?
1: I presume she is. I think so. Because yeah, I talked to wife about this, and she studied Japanese for a while, and she's got a friend who's Japanese. We're going to find out what it is, because she thinks it is Daiouju. Ah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I'm not it's- sure about that. She was very convincing, though. She said Dioji. Did she see it written down in Hiragana? No, in, in the arcade club.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll let that one slide, Sean. We'll <laughs> no. find out. I'll, I'll ask Chiaki, who's the, the lady my wife knows, and see what it actually is. I'll see. It, I'll show it written down as well on the game. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I don't I'm not think sure she about saw that, that.
0: Mm. but she she must know the game. I would. Well, I'd think so. Working there. It's an older game, though, isn't it? I presume she's younger. Yeah. Hmm. I, yeah, I feel quite quite old sometimes. There were like a group of them. There's there's about four of us that are over 40. Yeah. five. and the rest of the staff are all like young people. Yeah. And they were talking talking about memes, and I went, "What's a meme?" And they went, looked at me, said, oh, "Only joking. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I know what a I meme." Mean. You're in a lot of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. So stuff I've been up to lately. I've been up to a few things. Uh, this is a weird one. I was out on Marble Hill Park, which is close to where me and Alex live, with Waff and Silly Beagle, because he likes running around there. I was talking to an Australian girl there who's got a, a dog, and they were playing together, the dogs. And um, while the dogs was trying to chew each other's ears off, a new couple came over with a cute whippet. It's the kind of dog that's still I said, got a nice whippet with like a flat cap.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, we all stopped talking there, and this guy was looking at me slightly odd. And I did notice he was looking at me a bit weird. I thought, oh, my God, i how upset him. What have I done to this guy? And he said, are you Victor? And I went, uh, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'm a listener to the podcast. No. It's the yeah. first time out in the wild I've had someone come up to me and say that. I've had it before at the shows.
2: Yeah. because yeah. you, know, you, you sort sort of expect it. Yeah,
1: you've got a 10 pence t-shirt on. They see you, they listen to you, and they hear you, you know your voice. Which is quite obvious. But it's the first time I've ever seen it. And he, uh, he's not on UK Vac or was it's on Jammer+. Name. Plus. He I'll
2: probably know
1: uh, James, he's got a younger guy. Hmm. He's a lecturer at um, Royal Holloway. Does some Spanish lecturing? Uh, I think he's a he's a head of Spanish or something. Or so he you heard your
2: voice shouting for the dog.
1: No, we were just all talking there with the dogs, uh, and I was just talking to some other than else. And he sort of went, "Are you Victor?" I went, "Yeah." And he obviously knew I was. I lived in the area, and I got yeah. a dog and all this sort of stuff. And it was really nice to meet him. Yeah. So um, yeah, he's. Um, but I talked to him later on because he sent me um, an email. I think it was on Facebook as well. But he's um, he's very interested also in photographing uh, photography. And he's very interested in getting to do something with arcade culture, like a project with, with arcade culture. Yeah. So I said, you know, we can. I'll talk about it. We'll get together and I'll bring him round and show him the games and stuff. And um, yeah, he, the next day I think it was was on the Saturday. He was going to an event which we totally missed. Which, handily, on the next bit of notes is EGX.
2: Hmm. It's a yeah. big
1: It's a big, quite a general but large video game show. It's like modern stuff, cosplay, indie stuff, but it had the retro area, and I believe RGP
0: supplied some of the lovely, lovely RK cabs there. He certainly did. Ten or about ten to fifteen, I think, from looking at the pictures.
1: Yeah, so it's more of a sort of modern thing. You know, I think Dean Swain mm. was there as well. Yep. So that was uh, so. good. Oh, hopefully, Dean can tell us what, how good it was there or how,
0: whatever it was. Right, Vic. I've had some bad news. You know that OK baby you gave me? I <sighs> sold me.
1: You know what I think about that cab? Don't you? it's cursed. The cowboy left at your house We just put the recently repaired monitor into it Got everything working on it okay You had a little problem with the ground Because it was a bit fuzzy in places Yeah, so what else has happened to it?
0: Well I I put Groovy Arcade on Which is the Linux version of Groovy MAME Yeah. And it was a cinch to set up It was so easy All you had to do was put a disk into the computer Set the monitor type And that was it, it was done yeah, and then obviously I just tweak the tweak the settings to get the picture right. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I played it for a little while, went out, came back next day, switched on in the morning, boom, just a little pop, nothing. Oh, uh, I tried the Moon Patrol board, and you can you could hear the sound, but nothing. <sighs> so I took it back to our Club, who had who had repaired it, and they got it working. So oh, when did they get it working? A couple of days ago. Yeah, and then while they were just getting ready to pack it up or, you know, give it to me, it went again. Oh, really? What What was the problem with it? Do you know what it was? They, they've worked out it's a transistor that keeps blowing. So right. they, they've found a, a better, like an 8-amp transistor, which is what it should have been. I think there was a 5 in it or something. Because that monitor that's in there, I
1: believe, was brand spanking new. It's never been used.
0: Yeah. Because when I got bit...
1: it off of Striker, it had a plug on it which was a foreign plug. And if it had been used, it would have been chopped off and changed to a UK plug. So I don't believe it would ever been used. It must have just been maybe faulty from the factory.
0: Yeah, I don't know. So, uh, what's he called? Julian, who works there, is, has ordered me a couple of transistors. And he reckons there was a capacitor that was out of tolerance as well. Oh, on oh, a brand so new that... monitor. How weird is that? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it?
1: Oh, well, hopefully all these little parts, you're going to bulletproof it and it'll work. Yeah. Because I would like to do a 300 on that thing from the top floor of Arcade Club. Sparta! I just kick it off the end. And <laughs> smash it to pieces. On the Honestly, I, if I had my spare money, I'd give you your money back and just do that. Because that cab needs killing.
0: I like the cab, <laughs> but it's just a big hole in it at the minute. It's over there, listeners. Look, Yeah, yeah it's over there with no face again.
1: Yeah. Duh. um, What what have you
0: been blowing up, Sean? Blowing up old computers is great <laughs> What, 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 eh? Explain You know, me and Lewis went on that loft raid You did, yes couple, so You found all the 8-bit and 16-bit computers, yes I'm still searching through it I've got two Acorn A3000s Yeah And a Archimedes 440, all Acorn And they all used the same lead mm-hmm. So I found, I've found got a lead made off eBay Someone makes them to order Is this the video it's, lead? Yeah, it's it's not. A, it looks like a standard VGA, it's not. It's different. Okay. So so I got that. Tried the two acorns, and and they they power on, but they don't. It, there's a signal getting to the CRT because it it comes on. Yeah. But apparently I've been speaking to someone, and and there's some codes that you can type in to change the monitor type, but you've got to do it blind because you can't see the monitor. Ah. But th- them two are okay, so I'm going to work with them. But I'll plug the acorn in. And like it, it's a, it looks like an old desktop PC. Yeah. so To the Archimedes, these others look like Amigas, but yeah. the Archimedes like powered it. You could hear the, like the disc starting, and then there was a pop, and all this smoke come out. You know, and it. <laughs> That's the capacitors
1: was... in the in the power section.
0: They're easily replaceable. Yeah. And it was it was smoking and smoking. I put it down. I thought oh, I better open a window before smoke alarm goes off. <laughs> so <laughs> I just just put it on the floor, and like five minutes later, it's still smoking. I thought, I wonder if it is actually on fire. But oh. so what I did, I just ignored it and it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sean's health and safety. Maybe you're not going yeah, to be doing
1: yeah. that arcade club. Yeah, there's a fire in the back of the Donkey Kong. I just left it for yeah. a couple of hours. It's so, um,
2: it's burnt to the ground now. So if your house is on fire, just ignore it. Yeah, it'll go away. Just go, <laughs> go Just, it just go in the other room. Around. Just go in the other room. It home. does that depend. Night. Yeah, it
0: depends what part
2: of the house, really. Yeah. At least it'll
1: keep it warm in the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where
2: well, if it was a games room, you'd be straight in there, wouldn't you? Well,
0: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, guess... Guess, guess what I did? One more thing. Go on. I have got one more thing to say. With my, uh, with my new powers at arcade, I went. I went to the 1942. I said to Julia, said, can you just look at this joystick? It's not quite right." So it's really good now. The 1942 joystick. Oh, can I? Can we put in some requests? Can you yeah. get
1: the scramble sorted out? The joystick was really mushy on that, and I think the the actual bolt had come off the bottom of it because you could actually pull the joystick out.
0: Yeah, it was fixed. Uh, not, uh, and... Dig, Doug, get the settings sorted and make the screen a little bit wider. Now it's unfixed. Someone's broken it again, but it will oh. work in that scramble stick. Juno first.
2: Oh, yeah, that was that's that. four-way,
0: wasn't it? Is that fixed? Ah, uh, that's that was James's. This is Juno first is in a Goliath now. There. Oh, okay. Oh, is it? That's yeah. good. As long as you can play. It. Lovely. It plays it you had awesome. a dedicated
2: Juno there, didn't he? Anything?
0: I don't know. No,
2: because that's James's. Then I'm
0: thinking of. that at uh, the UK VAC meet that was James's. Yeah, and the joystick was gone on that, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that needs a bit of. Yeah. Tweaking, I think it's really old. You know, when you we opened it up and had a look, and the leaves <clears> were like, you know, really knackered. Yeah, mm.
2: we well, can
1: get brand new leaves off of pinball places. They use a lot of leaf switches still.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: No, so, so the last thing is not arcade at all, but it's quite interesting. This is the celebrity spot. Uh, yeah. I saw Richard Ashcroft, a uh, singer from the Verve and also solo artist, in his classic car at Pets at Home and the Tesco Starbucks near where I live.
0: Two of them. No, Have there wasn't two Richard in- <laughs>
1: Axtrofts, it was in different places. Oh, uh, same guy twice. He lives in wow. Richmond, apparently. Right. Yeah, he's a lucky man. Most rich people
2: do live in <laughs> Richmond.
1: Yeah, it's quite an affluent area, yeah.
2: that.
1: So did you, speak, did you speak to him? Oh, you, you long-faced fool. <laughs> why, why the long face? No, I didn't. Anyway, right. he was getting coffee, literally. Mine.
0: Arcade News.
1: Sean, w- Alex. Yes. We are officially, not you. Oh, well. Well, go on this time. I was
2: part of it.
1: One of the top 15 best arcade blogs on the planet,
2: according to
1: blog.feedspot.com. We are rubbing rubbing shoulders shoulders on there with Arcade Heroes, the Rothy blog, and the arcade blogger Tony Temple. Hang about. We regularly rub shoulders with Tony, don't we? Well, we do, yeah.
2: No, so fantastic, that isn't bad.
1: Isn't. I think we're number 12. i I'm not sure if it's numbered or not, but we're in the top 15. I had an email thinking, oh, it's just one of those scam things where they try and you know sell you something for being on their blog. But
2: it's an actual yeah. thing. I didn't know there was that many arcade podcasts.
1: Neither did I, but there are tons, apparently. Yeah. I thought it was only about five, but there's, there's yeah. quite a few other ones as well.
0: So that's pretty good. Really interested yeah. in yeah. that. Excellent I, stuff. I found another one, another arcade podcast, and I've forgotten where I saw it. I'll have to try and find it again. There's, yeah, there's another one. You know, you've got the standards like Us, Broken Token, Pie Factory. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a repair one, an arcade repair.
1: Oh, arcade part. repair tips. Yeah. Yeah, I've oh, yeah they're before. in the
0: name, isn't it? Yeah. It
1: is. They do a video, I think, as well. But um, everyone should have a look on that anyway. It's pretty good. You can, you can find some other podcasts on. It's brilliant. Yeah, thanks for that, Mr. Blogspot. Talking about excellent home arcade blogging, our Neil... Young Neil, Mr. 20 to 5, mm. has been finishing off his game room. Um, I've been watching him on Twitter. I love his orange utility shelves he's done in his garage. He made them with his own manly hands, Sean. Get yeah, on. I've seen
2: the pictures. He's done a fantastic job. He's done he? a
1: really nice job with that guy. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how many machines he's going to get in there. It's only a small
2: space. He's got a Donkey Kong. Did he build that? It's like a little bar top. Yes, thing. he has. Yeah, he it's really nice. That, he? it looks cool.
1: he's, he's very good with his hands, are Neil. Yeah. Mm.
2: Talking about more
1: arcade blogs and stuff... Rolly Retro on Twitter is also at it, constructing a whole room from scratch. Uh, catch him on Twitter at Retro Games Now.
0: Nice. Right, this is not arcade news, but the PS One Mini is due soon. The mini craze is going on and on and on. It is, and you you soon be able to get rid of all your old consoles and rate and the, you know the rate these things are being released. There's the Mega Drive one that was delayed, but that's now coming out again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, what's your opinion on these mini things, Vic? Quite nice little things, aren't they, Alex? Yeah, you've got a
2: NES Mini and a, a SNES Mini. Yeah, I've got that because I, I, I you yeah, know, naturally Official Nintendo, that, it? yeah. No, oh. I think they're pretty cool. I mean, Nintendo did a fantastic job of theirs. It's a really Very nice, authentic looking, yeah. They're, they're really nice quality. The controllers are perfect, yeah. And, and the, the front thing is good as well. The front end's so. really
1: nice, it loads up really quickly. There's no waiting around because people mm. were saying a while back. Oh, forget that money, just make a pie and put it in the same kind of case. But pies take time to load up, mm. you've got to mess around with all the settings, and there's different emulators and stuff.
2: And they are marketed to the right sort of general people. These yeah, and the money isn't too bad, 80 they quid? I think 78 to fiddle around with pies and technology. Absolutely, so. yeah, they're really easy. You just put it, turn yeah. it on,
1: it comes on, it saves all your games, mm. it powers itself off no problem.
2: And the good thing is they've been hacked quite easily mm. as well. You can have all the library of games on it. I'd like to see a mini Game & Watch, like, plays all the Game Watch games would be cool. <gasps> it? Yeah, it would, actually. Yeah. No one's... You, you can no, change the screen. As far as I know,
1: no one's done that with, like, a Pi Zero yet or anything. That's no. a good idea. Yeah. It'd be really easy to do. Because you can actually get LCD, like, the crystal screens. Yeah.
2: Ooh. Should be doable, shouldn't it? Hmm... If anyone out there wants to make Alex one, please If you want a complete do. Game Watch collection, it's going to cost you a bloody mortgage. Yeah, we've
1: got a little bit more about Game Watch in a minute. We'll get on to that later on. I quite like him, but the, win- the one with the PS1... And the thing about the PS1, it's got some really good arcade conversions and collections on there. Like Raiden Project is really good mm. on there. But what I think would have been awesome with the PS1, they really missed a trick here. If they'd added a Wi-Fi mode in the machine... And then you could connect to the PSN network, the PlayStation network and download your favourite PS1 games onto a, a an SD card or whatever, you know, you pay five or four or whatever, and have them on there like that, it'd be absolutely brilliant. But at the moment, it looks like you're stuck with a collection that they've stuffed on there,
2: until it yeah. gets hacked, of course. And mm. well, then you've got to pay for a service and all that, I suppose, haven't you?
1: You would have to... Well, I don't know, if they, if they just did it like, you know, the... Because Nintendo
2: the, just released their online service, haven't they? Yes, they have, With sort of the other day. Any, how many times have we bought all those NES games? It's like, I know, what just bought them on the NES Mini, I had them on the Wii U, I had them on the Wii, and now they're bringing them out yeah. again. But I'm hoping that... Uh, it is cheap, it's just like 20 quid for the year or something crazy. Oh, no, right, it's not bad. But what I was hearing as well is once you've got that, apparently it's, it's very,
1: very easy to hack that Mm. to play ROMs on it as yeah, well. Yeah, because the emulator's already there, right? Yeah. You're just playing, uh-huh. sort of playing for the emulator, really, and you've got all the ROMs you can put on your own. Yeah. Because, to be honest with you, if you've got them, like you've got a collection of cartridges, mm. and I have, I mean, I've got all these games and stuff, and this, you should be able to just get them. Yeah. S- strictly speaking, no one, the police couldn't come to your house and say, you know, you're going to do your You should say, no, there's a cartridge, mm. I own it, I can do what I want with yeah. it. Yeah. So, you know... Here is one really cool bit of arcade news. Because it's October and the end of the month is Halloween.
2: Woo, <laughs> uh,
1: Sockmaster John Kowalski has released on his uh, part of his DK remix, in his DK Junior remix, he's done a Donkey Kong spooky remix. That's awesome. And it looks so good. Yeah. You, I sent you some links today. Yeah, I like watched to them earlier today
2: and um, I want it. Can we download that onto ROMs then, do you think, from MAME? Is it in MAME? He's released the ROMs today. Yeah. And you can play
1: it. You've got to do certain little things by renaming a file in normal MAME and run it from the command line. But for ease of use, like us lot, you can run it in Misfit MAME. Right. There's a separate MAME program called Misfit MAME. It runs all the really odd hacked versions of games. Yeah. So, you can play it on there, and there's going to be a competition for all the really good players to play. I think anyone can play it, but yeah. people like Wes Copeland's going to be playing it, yeah. and he'll probably win it, knowing him. And it looks really, really fun. There's snacks in it, there's witches, yeah, there's, there's bats, bats and, yeah. and ghosts. And instead of having the hammer, instead of having the hammer, yeah. He grabs an axe, yeah. and you, you know, you know the thwomps from the Snes game. Yeah. The, the big, the big sort of um, blocks with the face yeah. on, them, the angry faces there in there as well.
2: Skeletons. I don't
1: think there's any skeletons. I <laughs> should be. There's a little jar with eyeballs in and stuff. Yeah. I think it's really, really cool. And well, we need that on a PCB, though, don't we? That's what we want. I've got a feeling. I'll get in contact with Sockmaster because I've got him on Facebook. Yeah. And I'll see if you can actually get it onto the DK Remix. That'd be so cool, wouldn't it? But if it's really good, he may release it. Yeah. It's so like I've got the DK Remix. You've got the DK Junior Remix, yeah. haven't you? And I'm going to buy the other one before it. long.
2: I'm kind of hoping, actually, would we have started working on a DK3 mix, Remix? Would have been cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be nice. Different levels about on that. time, yeah. There's only a few different levels on that, yeah, isn't and there? Yeah, there's not much variation. Hey, gets a to, like, to level 20, then you get a load of different types of bugs that spin around slightly differently. But... Yeah. But... You know, the man's a genius, though, isn't he? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. an absolute genius. Yeah, cool.
1: So, if you um, want to play this, have a look on the DK forum via the link in the show notes, uh, and it was released today. So, go get it, people. Cool. The next one we were talking about, Game of Watch, just a minute ago. This is not arcade news, but it's mad, and I love it. Did you click on this link, Alex? Um, let me no. just let me just show Alex what this link is. I will put it on the show notes, everyone. Right, I've just clicked on this link for Alex because he hasn't seen it yet. Now, I noticed this. I can't remember where I saw. I think it was on Twitter, actually. Oh, God, yeah. Look at this. Someone has made a massive Game & Watch out of like, a 50-inch TV and then put <laughs> a Game
2: & Watch around it. Well, I actually, I remember you, you tweeting me this and it would make such a cool piece of wall art, wouldn't it? Yeah. In your front room, mm. constantly moving yeah. in the background. There's the sound oh, kicking this in This is there. the one I used to have as a kid. Octopus. Octopus, Popeye, Donkey Kong.
0: I think that was it. That's all I had as a kid. so cool I think, I think they're very cleverly designed these because you've got a limited amount of screen space and then you can't change what happens in certain areas <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah i think the best ones like there was a donkey kong jr and i had it yeah I, I loved that and, and the green and, one yeah yeah and then years later a little, a little tiny one come out on a key fob I've got a few That's of them. Right, yeah, I've got yeah, and I got I got that as well. But that was so yeah. well designed, just loads of I mean, playability in it. The Donkey Kong one's brilliant, really. Yeah. You know,
2: there's a lot of gameplay there. There's a bit of depth there for such a tiny little game like that. So everyone, go on our uh, show notes, have a look at this, but make sure you have the music on because it's the
1: happiest music I've ever heard about an octopus. <laughs> the, the people playing it can't even reach each button. They've got to sort of move away to reach each button. This must be, I think it's nearly two meters long. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. It's a huge thing, but it's really cool, really clever. Nice. Now... It's, it is a good link. It is. This has been doing the rounds on the internet. It's the world's greatest game room. And it is. Well, it, it says game room, mm. but it's, it, it's, it's this guy's been collecting all his life and apparently never sold anything. Right. Mm.
1: Well, so I, watched, I watched this in its entirety last night. It's about a 20-minute video. Mm. It's a
0: guy in Australia, and he's known
1: as... Is it Last Gamer?
0: David Davy Aussie, I think maybe. That's the guy. Davy Aussie, yeah. and
1: it, it's very impressive. Um The video on there has got seven thousand likes, and it's got one hundred and sixty-nine jealous people giving it a thumbs down. Obviously, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's nearly. A, he's got nearly a hundred arcade games in his little arcade uh, in his massive collection. In his console stuff, the way it's all laid out, and it's, it's a six-story house. He's got it in. It reminds me of the Tokyo Game Shop Super Potato. Yeah, he's got that much gear.
2: It's just like walking into a store. Yeah, it is. It's not work like walking into a personal games room. Yeah. Where, you know, you know, I've done all the game room tours, mm-hmm. and I've noticed each person goes about the hobby in a completely different way. Yeah, absolutely. And it kind of tells a little bit about the story about themselves and their personality. Mm-hmm. Because you know, most of us can't afford that many games. Do you know what I mean? No. But this no. guy's got everything, and it doesn't really tell you much about him. It just tells you that he's got a bit of money, basically. Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, I was, I'm not jealous of it, but. No, you know. I was
1: talking to my wife because she was you know, it's really impressive how much stuff he's got. And he, he seems quite a nice, affable guy yeah, as well. Is, yeah. We were sort of thinking, he's either very well off, he's never got rid of anything, and he's got a large storage space, or he used to work for some of these companies. I think mm. he's got links in Sega
2: because
1: mm. apparently he's got two R360 arcade machines as well. You know, the one that spins around all mm. over the place. And they were
2: they were a huge cost back in well, the day. I had a couple of people uh, messaged me about him saying he's actually got a Skyskipper PCB. But oh wow! I've never seen any evidence of that. But, you should do uh, a game room tour. out, just nip over to Australia yeah. quickly. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah,
1: games room week, wouldn't it? I tell you what, you should contact him. It'd be really yeah. cool getting. I mean, you'd have to do a games room like twenty four hours. Cause it'd take you that long to get around yeah, everything, wouldn't me. it? It'd be insane, but it's it's. it's It's really nicely laid out. It's beautiful how he's done it. He's put a lot of fault into it. But it does look a lot like a shop. Yeah. But what I really liked is his arcade. His arcade looks really nice. Mm. That does look more personal. And it's more our thing as well, isn't it? Yeah. Because a lot of his collection, he's got like a full NES collection, a full PS1 collection, a full PS2 collection. And a lot of those games, he's probably never played. Like, you know, the football ones, and the cricket ones, and the sort of junky games you don't want to play. Just buying them for the collection. And he's obviously a huge collector unlike us who just buys the games Mm. we really want
2: even if you had a hundred lifetimes you'd never get round to playing all that would you no no chance
1: absolutely not and if you've got like eight copies of the same game as well Mm. in different regions or whatever it's just a bit mad isn't it yeah
0: I thought it was good. I mean, he showed you around the house, all these games and consoles and everything. He said, "God, that's brilliant! What a good, you know, what a good collection." And he says, "Oh yeah, I've got this." And then he shows you the arcade at the end. Yeah, a like hundred games. Oh, I think he yeah, a... had like ninety odd games, nearly a hundred. It was, but I th- yeah.
1: apparently, I think Tori was reading. He's got another two hundred in storage or something as well. Wow! So he's got a lot of games. He's really into the Sega games as well. Yeah. Really into. Them. He's got all the you know the big. Simulators, the sit-down, movable ones and yeah. stuff, which he likes. So, here's another thing. Last uh, one on the um, on the uh, news. This is interesting. It was um, I read this on UKVac. It was someone called Kieran on there. who I've not really seen before. And this is about emulating curved CRT screens. So, this is what his uh, his post was. Hi, folks. I was reading about an exhibition of Andy Warhol's Amiga work. In order to present the work to the public without having their old Amiga gear go up in smoke, they retrofit some old Amiga 1000 shells with emulators and even, I know this sounds terrible, replaced the CRT inside the monitors with a flat screen inside the original monitor housing. But what's interesting about this, he thought, is that the custom designed a curved acrylic lens for the flat screen to replicate the look of the original monitor. Maybe this is something that could catch on for the arcade restoration market down the line. If it's combined with scanline software, maybe it's a good effect. Hard to know for sure without seeing it in person, but it could be an option. And we've got the link on our show notes. Remember I was saying about this a while back, if if these new manufacturers who are making these little arcade machines for the home, like the new one that's just come out recently, if they can't get a curved CRT, an old television or whatever, they could use the LCD screens, 4.3s, but then put some sort of like, Rounded lens on the front of it and put scanline generators, which are cheap to buy anyway, and make it look authentic mm. rather than just looking like these faceless kiosks. Yeah, where is what they are. And you know, if you put like a sort of a, a smoked plexi on it, look make it look just turn the brightness and make it look like an old arcade machine, there's loads of little effects and cheats you can do to make it look like a real arcade machine. Yeah, and keep the cost down. But I've been saying that for a long, long time about that sort of mm. thing. So it's yeah. nice that someone's actually done it, and it is an interesting sort of uh, documentary view of how they did it as well. It's very good. Arcade pickups. I forgot to mention a pickup last time we did the podcast, Sean. Yeah, it was from Sul. He got me some Mister Mister Marshmallow Man Stay Puffed beer, and he gave me an arcade club. Two little cans of this uh, like a dark porter beer, but it had marshmallow in it. Ooh, went down
0: well at arcade club. Did we not mention that? I don't think so.
1: It, it deserves another was... mention anyway because it's very nice
0: one of them was mine i drank that <laughs> i knocked yeah, not... it straight down I did, I did try i'm not into the sort of dark beer uh, you know the porters or just just the real ales i like i like pale ale and ipa and
1: made out of flowers and wash yeah, up. oh anyways. i love a good flower yeah. me so any uh pickups for you sean before i get on time, yeah. i've got many but i've got a few
0: Oh, right. I got an old 19-inch LCD for the Batcave retro event I do. Mm-hmm. And I just... I was, you know when you look around on Facebook Messenger, you know, you're looking for, like, a new frock or some nice high heel shoes, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I found an old 19-inch LCD, and the guy had put a picture of the back on, and it had nearly every input on there. Oh, that's Like, it, like it had RF, component, VGA, HDMI
1: five golden rings
0: (laughs) yeah it it didn't have component but i can use it as like a test screen it just works with everything it's brilliant so
1: that must be an old tv then if it it works on 15 kilohertz on the old consoles. it's not vga is it
0: or is it both well there's a vga input oh that's interesting Yeah, I think it must have come from the times. It's quite a, a deep TV, so it must have come from the time where they were swapping over to like these HD ready TVs. I think.
1: Oh, nice one! That's quite a handy thing to have actually, because it's quite small.
0: And yeah. you can Move it around easy. Cool. Well, oh, scart as well. It's got scart. So everything on it. Is it four three ratio? It's, no, it's a little bit white. A little bit wider. It's not quite sixteen nine. It's like say, I don't know, six four. I would say. That'd be three two. Come on, get your fractions right. 12.8, is a 12.8. Something like right? that, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice one, that's good.
1: I recently got uh, a little thing called an Odroid Go. Where is it? I want to show Alex it while we're talking. Let me just get it down. I'll do a quick unboxing. Have you seen these. No. This is like a mini a mini small computer, like a, a Raspberry Pi Zero, but it's, it's an okay. Odroid. It's a different it's kind like of a Game thing. Game Boy. And it's housed in, as Alex quite rightly says, a little Game Boy. Uh, mo- not a micro. Uh,
2: Color Game Boy Color.
1: Yeah, or the Game Boy Pocket yeah. size pocket, thing. Yeah. Show, show Sean there. Look at that. It so is. It's only a little thing, it's about five inches by three, I reckon, and about half an inch thick. It's quite, quite good. Um, it took. It came in as like a little kit, but there's no soldering to do on it at all, so anyone can do it. it took me about ten minutes to put it together. It's got very good instructions online, with a software download site and a thriving community. Because you you, all you need to buy for it yourself is an SD card. You're right. So, I put it together, uh, and did all the software for it, and that didn't take very really long, and it's really, really good. The only small gripe I got with it, it's got a volume button on it, rather than a thumb wheel to mm. turn the volume, so it goes from, like, silent, to quiet, to normal, to very loud, right. and then back to silent again, so you've got to cycle through it really quick. you can't just put in the thumb wheel down, and there's no... Headphone socket, but as you can see in the top there, Alex, there's like a little breakout bit with some pinholes, yeah. and you can actually plug stuff into it. And what the uh, the back office have done, which is a, a Twitter site and the YouTube site, they've actually made a little PCB that sits on there. You can sort of click onto it. Mm. It's got a headphone socket in it. So tell me, what games are you playing on this? Then? Well, this here, let me just turn it on a sec. Oh, I was playing Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Master. It remembers the game you're playing as well, which is quite cool.
2: These are proper arcade conversions, off main. No, that.
1: This That was Nintendo, NES. Oh, right, so it's a You've version. got Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Sega Master System, Game Gear, ColecoVision.
2: Because
1: hmm. that's the emulators that come with it, and you put yeah. your own ROMs on. But you can run external programs. Well. So I've also got a 2600 emulator on it, which you've got to run slightly different, and an Atari 7800 emulator on it. Any 16-bit? No. it's not. Oh. I don't think it's quite man enough to no. do that, you know? But some of the games on it are absolutely brilliant. And you play some of the Game Boy... I don't think I've got many Game Boy games on it. So some ROMs I was quite... Yeah, I've only got a few ROMs on some of them.
2: It's uh, pretty cool, though. So it's quite light, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely little thing. It's kind of transparent as well. You can see the innards on it. The good thing about it being transparent, and what a lot of people
1: have done, I might do with my one, is you can paint the inside of it. If you mask off yeah. the front of it, you paint the inside. You never get any paint on the outside. You don't get it on your fingers. Oh, yeah. It won't ever come off. So it's pretty good. So well, Castle of Illusion. Let you have a look at it.
2: How much is this city back? Then? 35 quid delivered. It's not bad, is it? Cheap as
1: chips. It's a really nice little thing. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll do some older arcade it's games so for light. it. Lovely little thing, isn't it? And it's backlit as well, so it's quite a nice little bit of kit. You've got to have it backlit, have Got it backlit. I really Let's like have a look. it. Let's have a look. How small is that?
0: God, it is, yeah. Oh, it's a ton. <laughs> <laughs>
1: turn it off now the listeners don't yeah, want to hear no, that. Yeah, pretty cool, dude. But I will put a link in the show notes to that and whatever so people can look at it. But really good for it's got no soldering so anyone can put it together. All you got to do is there's a main board, you plug a little ribbon cable in from the the screen, you put a few screws on the inside of it, um plug the battery and the microphone in, he means speaker, of course. Put it together, mm. screw it up, put your SD card in your software which is downloadable for free, off you go.
2: Yeah. Cool. Easy,
1: really, really cool little thing. Just like it. Nice. I also picked up two free portable TVs. They're on Facebook uh, Marketplace, and they're both free. One was a 14 inch, and one's a 13 inch. Both color. Unfortunately, the 13 incher is still too deep for the consolette I'm trying to put together. Remember that little cab mm. I got? Yeah. It's got a black and white TV, a uh, black and white monitor in it, which is very, very shallow. I think the black and white monitors mm. are a lot more shallower anyway. I'm so, shallow. Yeah, but you won't. You you also won't fit in my consulate. No, no. I could try squeezing you in there, Sean, when you're around next, but you won't fit in it. So hopefully a very nice man I know has a shallow tube 13-inch black-and-white TV for me to go in that. Hopefully you'll get back to me on that soon.
0: So also, what's, the, Matt, what's the matter with the other monitor, then?
1: It doesn't work. It's an old black-and-white just... one. It's got really bad burn on it, and it just doesn't come on. And right. the, the actual chassis is about five inches square. It's a tiny little thing. And it's a French monitor, and I can't find schematics on it. So even if I could find someone to fix it for me, there's no schematics. I don't think it's even worth bothering trying to fix, to be honest with you. Right. Do you know what the game is in there? Yeah, it's Galaxian. Ah, right. It's a Galaxian bootleg in there, because it could have another game on it, because I tried to dump the ROMs, and I couldn't see what they were. But... It's actually got Galaxian burn on the screen. You can see it. You know, it says, you know, how much the points are worth and everything. Yeah. That's actually burnt on the black and white Mm. monitor. But the interesting thing is, it was running Galaxian on a black and white monitor. Yeah. And Galaxian originally came out in black and white, apparently. They added color to it, you know, just before they released it. So that's that's interesting. Yeah. So um, I probably will put, I want to put my Galaxian multi board in it. And just play the left, right fire games, because there's a few games on there that you know you, you need up and down for as well, but I think you can turn them off. It'd be nice to have that in there. It would be nice to have a proper color screen in it as well, but I, th- I just don't think it's possible unless I can find a little 12 inch LCD mm. and do the curved thing like yeah. I said earlier, and, and put it in there and make it look like it's a real monitor, because I would do that if I could find one. Mm. But trying to find a twelve or a thirteen inch LCD with four three ratio. Mm. it's very difficult because they use them a lot in shop displays.
2: Space invaders would look good in there though, wouldn't it? With it the, would look very good in kit. there. Yeah. Would be cool. That'd be really nice but I
1: don't think you'd actually fit the PCB in it because no, it's such a small area to get everything crammed in there. Sorry,
2: did you say then you, it came with the board?
1: Yeah, it's got Glaxion and it's The Galaxian's a single layer board Yeah, and it slots right in the back of it behind the monitor and everything. Right. And then the monitor takes up nearly all the room. There's hardly any room in it at all. It's mm. so small. But I'd love to get a colour screen in there and play... You know, just even just collect Galac- but a proper board of Galaxian. You can
2: convert some of the Galaxian boards into something else.
1: Yeah, they're usually AC, and they get converted into DC. No, I mean, into another game. You can do loads of them, but the one I've got, I've got um, a multi one with multi games on it already. Right. That Macro did. That is really cool. It's some a good games on Very old cab. Yeah, a lovely little thing, yeah. isn't it? It's really weird. Oh, yeah. And the last one i got is some Pac-Man ghost socks from H&M. So everyone get down and get your Pac-Man ghost socks. <laughs> I also got some Nintendo ones with the um, the plants, the chompy plants coming oh, yeah. out of the, uh, the pipes.
0: Yeah, you sent me a photo, didn't you? You said, look, look what I've got. And I said, everyone's got them, Vic, their feet. Their feet. But no, what's on my feet? Socks. Oh, God
2: damn it. <laughs> Yay. Listener feedback.
1: Tin, brother of bronze. Oh, I do love a bit of at 10pence arcade podcast.io. That's both of us, mine, not just me. Listen now, it's mandatory.
0: Yes, thank you, Tim. Robotech, I know I missed the boat on the last podcast, but congratulations on your new job, Sean. Thank you. for. I've got loads of more congratulations. Thanks, everybody, for that. A dream job for most of us working in an arcade. Anytime you get bored of it and want to swap me, swap with me for a factory maintenance job, give us a shout. Uh, oh, okay no. Okay.
2: Oh, Cine Steve has, has been encouraging us to play Fantasy 95. No idea what that is, do you? It's a L- nudie game. A nudie game? You know Volfy, the one where you do the the,
1: the lines and you've got to fill yeah. the screen? It's like that, but with nudie L- ladies. low L- L- ladies. <laughs> no, silly Steve, behave yourself. You're a father of two little girls. Behave. Uh, Retro Rick from RGDS. He's been trying to frantically catch up with the Ten Pence podcast. Sean and Victor, you are flipping blinding, to be fair. I can see the value in two blokes who podcast together regularly... You're like a couple of podcasting divas in a duel to be the biggest laughs. We've got another one tonight. I've been having a go at the Manwit Bag on MAME this weekend as I decided to just listen to the current podcast to be able to get involved in the high score challenges. I've been enjoying learning about the older games and I think Bagman sits in the category of Patience Wins Prizes. What are the prize prizes? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I I just went into a Brucey then. Uh,
0: Patience wins prizes and also learning the patterns makes it a lot easier. This is one from Sam. Hi, ten pence. Just found your podcast, and like the game-centric approaches, most of the YouTubers I've followed so far tend to concentrate on the hardware. The music quiz was interesting. Wish you'd do more of those. Uh, Yeah, we're on to Mastermind quiz now, aren't we? We are, yeah. It's like with TV quiz shows and more entertaining when the audience might have a chance to know the answers and it doesn't matter so much if the contestants get them right or not. My collection is on the smaller side due to spaced storage, filled up the living room in one go around 2008 with a Sega Naomi Universal cab and a Twilight Zone pinball. Yes. Later got a couple, yes. Later got a couple of boards to to hook up to the cab, but besides that, it's all about the emulators. I'm not sure we even really had the classics here in Finland, as all I've ever seen around town are Gun Games, Sega Rally and Candy Cabs. Pinball, on the other hand, is much more popular. Anyway, I thought I'd ask, being a programmer endures the occasional hacking of old games. Do you have any cabs that could use modding on the software side? Understandably, in most cases, gameplay is something new people don't want to touch, as, it's, as it makes the scores no longer comparable." But perhaps there's some annoying attract mode things you'd like to change. Throw me a bone. There's tons of stuff I'd like to change. Right. Thank you, Sam, for this. Really interesting. What you need to do, Sam,
1: is get on UKVAC forum, and there's actual threads about hacking games because people have added um, high-score mods to them. They've done different things with with the RAM. You, you use like, one RAM chip rather than a load of them or one ROM chip rather than a load of them to you know help out them not breaking down. But there's also things people have put in. Someone's done like different courses for OutRun and loads of different things for that. We talked about the the Donkey Kong Remix earlier, Mm -hmm. doing different software for that. Yeah, get on there, mate. Have a look. There's tons of stuff that might need doing and little things that need changing and little tweaks here and there or maybe just change names of things. All sorts of little things can be done to these ROMs of games. And you can test them in MAME as well. So anyone can do it. You don't need the PCBs. And that would be really cool for you to do. Yes, please. We would like you to do some stuff like that. And check yeah. out, if you can, uh, someone did a few years ago, Sean Fu Master, hmm. where someone replaced the graphics of Kung Fu Master with me and Sean in them. And it's really, really cool. So anything yeah, like that would be
0: awesome. Mr. Zipper, I think,
2: was it? Mm, it was brilliant. So good. Alright, oh, um Chris, plus, plus, plus. You clever men. I see what you're doing. You follow Klax and Toy Pop. Two great games with an evil one because you don't want to spoil us. Good plan. Bagman represents a great idea for a game and it has a lot of originality. The game itself, however, is maddening. It's mainly that damn timer that needs to go away. It discourages any mirandering strategic approaches, but mirandering strategic approaches are required to do well. Planning your routes waiting until the coast is clear, etc, are necessary. So the timer is the game's fatal flaw. The most fun part was dropping a bag of money down a ladder onto one of the guy's heads. I played long enough to get to level 2 only, because the enemies frustrated me so much that I wanted to take all their money and make them sad, oh. <laughs> and yet they're fictional characters. I clearly need to get on out more often. You got to level two though. Oh yeah.
1: that is really well it played, Chris. Big. So Captain Crispy has been on Twitter. Aye, aye. What an infuriating game! So many <laughs> cheap deaths in this one, and not enough pickaxes. Might try again, but not likely unless I want to punish myself. High score table hates you as well. Hoopla! My elbow, and put a thumbs down. Shout out. First shout out is to Kristen Hahn, Pete's wife, for sending us a mapped out Chicago of all the arcades and fun places for our trip. Awesome. Thank you, Kristen. This will help us work out where we're going to stay in Chicago. We'll try and be central
0: to everything and and near them as well.
1: So that's going to help all three of us there. So thank you very much for that.
0: Oh, just remembered something else I did these last two weeks. What have you done? I met... I met a guy I hadn't, meet, I hadn't seen for 20 years and we, got, we, we, we arranged to go out on the Saturday night and I'd, all, I'd just started working at RK Club but I said to Andy, look, I've had this, had this book for ages, could you, could you let me have a night off? I saw the pictures uh, on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we hadn't seen each other for 20 years. We used to mate around and go around like Blackburn and Darwin and yeah, it was a really good night and that was it. Yeah, just I thought I'd put that in there.
1: Well, that guy has got some good avoiding skills to have not seen you for
0: 20 years. He actually moved away, yeah. what of you. took me ages to find him. <laughs> to stalk him out again. Yeah. <laughs> nice one. Um, yeah, I'm going to give a shout out to listener Mark Bell, who managed a grueling nine hours Ghouls and Ghosts marathon to beat the tournament and Marathon Twin Galaxies main records on his machine. Nine hours. Well done, mate. Nine hours on Ghouls and Ghosts. I
1: couldn't spend three Crazy. minutes on the game. I'm rubbish at it.
0: You can point press right at the very end, I think. you die. And then you get back into the last room, something like that, and you can yeah, just keep said, doing yeah. that. But you must have looped it a lot of times as well. Oh yeah, hundreds I would think. Oh, God. No, no, just that last bit you can do. Oh right. Just the, the last bit of the level you just keep doing. For well, nine
2: and that's hours. where the
1: eight, nine hours are in that, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, crazy. My Lord. That'd be so dull, wouldn't it?
0: Mm. Well world though. World, uh,
1: How cool is that?
0: Yeah, loads more people for wishing me well in my new job. Thank you. Shout outs to them and Bjorn. You know Bjorn from the Hey Stockholm. I do. Arcade. Yeah, we met last year. He, yeah. he thinks it might have been the year before. Actually, could have been. Could it?
1: Oh yeah, might have getting on for two years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, him and his wife Leanna came over and visited our K Club. Ooh, so it's... I give I gave him the tour and we had a right good night. And guess what? This is amazing. Go You want this is dedication, right? Dodonpachi, he loves his shooters. He's got 130 PCBs. Wow. Most of them are shooters, 90% are shooters. He loves them and he's great at them. And he said, right, Dodonpachi, Sai Dai or now Sai Dai which is the last Cave Arcade game come out 2012. Yeah. It's about the sixth, I think, in the Dodonpachi series. He purchased it online. Very, very rare, sought-after game. Guess how much? 4,000. Yeah. 4,000 what, so?
1: Crowns or 40, UK pounds?
0: 40,000 which is roughly 4,000 pounds for oh. one game. Oh, my wow. Lord. How many did they make, then? Uh, yeah. d- d- not that many, I don't think, but they're so sought-after. It, and I bet if he sold it, he'd get that
2: for it. Yeah, oh, he would, do. yeah. Is Cave a, a non-entity now, then?
0: They just do stuff for, is it Xbox? What, Xbox yeah, One? Yeah, uh, yeah, they did a few Xbox things, and they're doing mo- quite a few mobile games. Yeah, but they oh, they right. haven't ruled out going back to the arcades. Oh, so right. right. Yeah, the the main guy says there's still a chance they could, you know, put some else out.
1: Because mm. a lot of the arcade hardware nowadays, I, I know Cave games were on their own PCBs, quite small PCBs, but a lot of the games are coming out on PC hardware for the arcade. It's you know you can't just use a PC, it needs to have special dongles and stuff in it to make it work, like security chips. But a lot of that, the hardware nowadays is hardware, like the Taito X3, I think it's up to now, and the, the XR, XR Arcadia. It's all just yeah. PC hardware, isn't it? With different bits on it. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: We said about Neil's arcade diary earlier. Check that out, kids, it's great. We'll put a link in the no huh. Also, you're on about that. One of the the Groove Coaster, which is a, a modern rhythm game, right? Yeah, they got it Arcade Club. Yeah it's running on Windows XP.: That doesn't surprise me, you know. yeah, XP really it's, it's actually quite stable. I don't mind XP. apparently they, you know, if, if it's working, don't fix it. So they keep tweaking the game and it's up to version four, and it's still on XP, and XP is at 20, 20 years old, something like that? Yeah. 2000 it come out, something like that. Wow. But yeah, there's a few of these rhythm games that are based on Windows XP. It's mad, isn't it? I ran a, a CNC machine.
1: Uh, I was working there about six years ago, and it was new then. And that was running on Windows NT. Yeah. Because it's, um, it's quite a stable one for Office stuff, isn't it, NT? Yeah,
0: it's, it's used for servers and stuff,
2: wasn't it? it and yeah. it, it,
1: it ran fine. It only crashed it a few times. But yeah, it's still was pretty good.
2: Best Games by Year.
1: Right, this is our favourite game by year, and we're getting quite on a bit now. We're in 1993, which is, mm. that's prime SNES years, wasn't it? It is indeed, yeah. Yeah, so a lot of people were playing SNES at home rather than going out in the arcades. And it was right. my turn, but as I did to you the other week, um, <laughs> you've stolen 1993, so you want to talk about the ones you put on there?
0: Yes, I do, actually. Go on. Yeah, yeah I do. Uh gun from Tower Bat-s***. <laughs> Cadillacs and Dinosaurs from Capcom. A favourite brawler for many. Dinosaur. Daytona USA from Seeker. Car sh. There's, there's a theme here, Alex. There might be. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Tower of Doom from Capcom. Dragon. Oh, I like that game. It's a good game. <laughs> Gunlock, Stroke Ray Force, depending what territory. From Taito. A nice vertical shooter with a lock-on bomb system. And it's good on the Saturn. Oh, yeah, they did some good
1: games on the Saturn for that. we got mm. In The Hunt, which is a favourite of mine as well for Irem. Uh, horizontal
0: shooting up with submarines.
2: Yeah, a good one. Yeah.
0: Mortal Kombat 2 from Midway, often hailed as the best game in the series. It's just plain <laughs> shite. <laughs> NBA Jam from Midway, bigger seller apparently. Definitely not on these shores though. Jammy shite. Right? This is one for you, Vic. Oh, yes. Raiden, Raiden 2.
1: From Cyborg Um... Possibly one of the best vertical shooters ever. Next.
0: Ridge Racer from Namco. Uh, Ridge, right? <laughs> Ridge. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Aces or Sengoku Ace from Yes, it's Sikio, Oh look, it's Sikio with another masterful shooter vic. Sikio. Yeah, please say that. Samurai Showdown or Samurai Spirits from SNK, the first in the acclaimed series of Neo Geo melee weapon fighters.
2: Yeah, it's a pretty cool game.
0: I don't like Sat- I don't like Samurai uh, Showdown.
2: Pretty cool when it came out. I still dabble with it now. And again. I
1: would. I, I prefer Last Blade yeah. One and Two on the SN. SM- yeah, Last the Neo Geo. Good. They're really good. Some yeah. really mad um, characters yeah. you fight against on there.
0: Saturday Night Slam Masters from Capcom. Apparently, yeah. this is a good wrestling game. Yeah, I it's don't know. brilliant.
1: It's a lot of fun i got a yeah. lot of swear words in that. I won't even read them out. Yes. <laughs> I absolutely hate wrestling games. They're awful.
0: Saucer Striker or Mahu Daisakuzen from Rising. You know, the spin-off from Topan. First game from Bullet Masters Rising. I've never heard of that one, Sean. Yeah, it's, a, it's in a series. There's three of them. There's Saucer Striker. I can't remember the English names. There's Grand Mahu Daisakuzen and something else. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll have to look at those ones. Mm. Are they good? Yeah I like them they're, they're weird they're, they're very sort of strange graphics Bullet hells yep right ah. well yeah yeah Dan getting there yeah uh, the punisher from capcom yeah this i actually quite this is i'm not really into the brawlers but this is my favorite one it's got a real good feel to it i like the punisher hmm.
1: I like the character from the from the comic books as well. Yeah, I don't know much about it, mate. Really, I don't think I've played it. It's good. Yeah, it's um, you play one of two guys, and it's actually it's quite violent as I well because The Punisher is a really violent cartoon. Uh, I think comic it's because book.
2: it's never been converted to home console. or don't think is it The Punisher. Oh, I don't, don't think it's not it it was. one you see on any of their Capcom compilations. It's
1: sort is of it? styled in the same kind of kind of engine, if you want to call it that, yeah. as um, Final Fight. Mm. That sort of stuff. It's a really a yeah. little game. I quite like that one. As a fight and go right, it's a very good
0: one. Yeah, big massive graphics on it. Tinkle Pit from Namco. We had to mention this for our Pie Fractory friends. I haven't played it.
1: I've never played played Tinkle Pit. It's supposed to be really good. And I'll have to look into it. I'll look into Um, the
2: Tinkle Pit. Never heard of it. I've heard them mention it, but I've never heard of it. Finally,
0: Virtua Fighter from Sega. I I remember being very impressed with this. And I remember where I saw it for the first time. Like smooth moving polygon fighters. But I didn't really want to play it then because I didn't like fighters. But it looked it looked the, the business. Do you know, you know? why? Yeah. Pointy. <laughs> <right>. Now my
1: <laughs> favourite game from the ones we spoke about there. It's getting it's getting the list's getting a lot smaller every year, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Because yeah. back in the
1: day there was so many really cool games, and now they're sort of so getting onto console. Yeah, it was all going to console, and the better games were getting few and far between. But the, my favourite on this list is Got Riding 2. I really like the toothpaste laser. I love it. Without
0: a shadow of a doubt, Batsugan. Batsugan! Yeah. Dungeons yeah. & Dragons for me. Yeah, I knew you'd Beautiful say that. Beautiful That's
1: one of your favourite games, isn't it? Yeah. Did I've they have that in the joke shop in Twicken when you were a kid? playing
2: Dungeons & Dragons, so when that came out, it was like... Oh, you're one of those kind of nerds, <laughs> are you? Yeah, don't tell anyone. I was just going live. <laughs> well, a couple of thousand people would be listening yeah, to Yeah, I, I, I used to play Dungeons & Dragons quite a lot. I loved it. So that game... I did. I did as well. It's a fight and go right, isn't it? But is there elements of RPG in it? Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, elements of uh, potions and stuff you can pick up rings and, and that sort of thing but there's also different directions you can go in the game oh, nice. so there are Rural. different endings oh cool do you know what good.
1: we'll probably give you a pick before long and you should choose that one we haven't played it yeah. so we haven't played many games
2: like that so maybe yeah. that's the one for the future sure. for those sort of games it's a nice one, one of the best no, no,
1: no okay yeah.
0: nice arcade quiz time
1: I was going to give you this, when we are at Arcade Club, Sean, but you had uh, a quiz for me. Yes. And I'm glad uh, I didn't do it, because one of the answers was on a screen that we were talking in front of at the time, and I was thinking, I hope he did not see that, I remember what it is. Yeah. So I'll ask you both the quizzes, actually, because Alex can't yeah. see my phone at the moment, so I'll <coughs> go Sean and Alex, okay? We'll see which ones, see you can get getting between you. Right. Right, so the first one, uh, what is the female character on Golden Axe called? Mm don't
0: know. Sure? Claire. T- Ty- Tyra. Is it Tyra? No. Is it something like that? Tyrus Flair. Wap Nearly. Wap.
1: I should get half a point for that. No. Up. Number two. How many levels does Marble Madness have? Six. Five. Six. Mm. You're right. It's one between two of you. Number three. What is the highest scoring bonus fruit on Dig Dug and how many points is it
0: worth? 5,000. 8,000 pineapple.
1: Yep. Sean gets it. Yeah. I'm sure I've asked that, asked that one before, you know, but still. You have. Ah! <laughs> uh, right, number four. Name a game where you control a hang glider. Two possible names
2: Fast Freddy. Yeah. And for a bonus point, do you know the other name of it? Uh, what, of the same game? Yep. Uh, Flying Freddy. <laughs> Nearly? Flyboy.
1: Flyboy. Yep. Was that?
2: The American version. I think Fast Freddy
1: was the Atari version, and Flyboy was the people who made it. I can't mm. remember the company now. Number five. What kind of controller do you use on Camel Try?
0: Rotary control.
2: No, that's um, uh, that would be a um, trackball. Trackball. No, it's a spinner. It is a rotary control? Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah.
1: Number six. What happens when you get the Easter egg on track and field on the long jump event? Mm.
0: Don't know. Sean, do you not knock a bird down or something? Or... Nope. No. Yeah. Squash a tortoise. No.
1: A mole pops up out of the sand. Oh. Same again on the javelin level. What happens on that level on track and field when you get the bonus um, Easter um,
2: egg? The yeah, javelin you, you goes feet. into the audience and goes through <laughs> someone's head. That's a pretty, <laughs> that's a dark thing to say, but no, it isn't that?
0: No, you sure. throw the javelin straight up in the air, and it it comes down, you know, spearing a bird. Yeah,
1: absolutely right.
0: How many is that you got then? Is that four?
1: But what sort of bird? A squiggly a... one? Chicken? Hate beak. <laughs> I think we got four got so four. far. Uh, what bonus item flies by on kicker or Shaolin's Road? Hmm. Hate beak. Pot. No. Nearly.
2: Earn. No, it's a noodle bowl. A
1: noodle bowl. Uh, number nine, what year is the last level of time pilot? 2001. Uh, yeah, 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 2001. Number ten, what kind of game is Zing, Zing, Zip? Is it a maze game? No. Tetris. No, it's a vertical shmup. Hmm. Aeroplane wow. game. Wow. Oh. And that's it. So how many did you get there? Five, was it? I got five. That's good yeah, for me. That. That's it's the sure best you've ever done, swing, yeah. actually. I think I've only ever got six.
0: Featured game review. Uh,
1: right, let's get on to our featured game review. This is one of was
2: it your pick, Alex? It wasn't no, my it, pick. No, but it's a favourite it, of I'm yours. I'm glad it was picked because um, it was a game that uh, I played quite a lot of as a kid.
0: Well, well you're not going to like what we got to say about it. No, <laughs> <laughs> you you can know, try and my pick. It was it, my actually. pick, actually. Yeah. Was it's it your after pick? The Cambridge meet. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Because
1: the, the machine, we 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 like the look of the machine.
2: And that's where it came so from. Why did you pick it after the Cambridge meet, Sean? There must be a reason for it.
0: I, I like the gameplay at at the meet, and I, the cab was gorgeous. A real. I like the idea of the, the panels the, like, telling a little story on yeah. the marquee. So you, you the liked side.
2: the game at the Cambridge meet?
0: Yeah, but I didn't play it enough. Ah. A, it's quite popular, were not it? Yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's, yeah. A, it's an
1: unusual to find game. It's not...
0: It's. It's a little
1: bit rare, actually, mm. the game. And the cabinet is very rare on these shores. I think there's only one or two in the country, as so far as I don't know. So, Bagman was released by Valadon Automatics in 1982. Also licensed, licensed to Stern at the same time. It's also known as Le Bagnard, which, according to Googly Bear, the translate is The Convict. But Convict in French is Condom. So I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe it's two versions of the same word. It's a vertically orientated game with a four-way stick and one action button which performs different... actions. (laughs) It's a platform-stroke-maze kind of game. So, you play a convict, complete with stripy prison uniform, and you must collect the cash bags scattered around a three-screen side-on mine scene. Grab the cash sacks and deposit them in the wheelbarrow at the top of the screen. Avoid the guards or disable them temporarily to not lose lives. If you fall down a shaft, get touched by a guard, or get run over by a minecart or run out of time, you will lose a life. You can replenish your time, which also acts as a bonus, by depositing a cash bag in the barra. So your action button does different things. It picks up and drops a bag. Uh, you can drop a bag down a shaft to knock out the guards. It also grabs the barra handles, so you can push it left and right through the levels. Uh, you can pick up an axe, a pickaxe to stun the guards or knock through a wall to get to the blue expensive bag of cash she's on one of the first level you can also grab a shaft ceiling handle with your button enabling you to jump into a minecart for a ride but when you're in the minecart
0: you cannot be hurt by the guards yeah this is it's worth saying it's 3 3 Static screens, yeah. Yeah, flick screens as you go, you know, from one to the other. That's right. So I I didn't know it's three screens wide when I first played it. You're just on the first screen Mm. thinking, oh, yes, he's all right, but you actually can go along to the right two more screens. So there's a lot more in it than you think to start with. Mm. Uh, Every time you take a step to the left
1: or the right, you get 10 points. Uh, Bonus points are earned every time you dump a bag in the wheelbarrow. Knocking out the guards gains you 500 points. The blue bag gets you mega points depending on how much bonus you have when you deposit it. It's worth a lot more on the multiplier, I believe.
0: Yeah. you, you get if you, if you had like 3,000 points, 3,000 on the timer left when you deposit it in a normal bag, yeah. you'd get 3,000 points. Yeah. But I think it's triple on the, on the blue bag.
1: Oh, right. But it takes quite a while because where the blue bag is, you've got to go through to the right-hand screen, the first right-hand screen, then all the way down to the bottom get the pickaxe, dig the wall away, and then get back up to the top. So you're not going to have very decent score when you get up there. You're not going have much um, bonus. But what you can do is leave some yellow bags near the wheelbarrow, pop one in the wheelbarrow to bring your bonus back up, and then grab the blue one and put it straight away, and you'll get a massive bonus. that. Mm. You'll get like 12,000 points nearly for it.
0: Mm.
1: So when you pick up a bag, it slows you down. We're presuming the treasure inside is gold bars or plutonium rods, whichever heaviest. You'll need to drop bags regularly when a guard is on your tail dropping the bags on a guard will temporarily disable him, but you have to go all the way to the bottom of the shaft to pick your bag up again, usually while the guard has gained consciousness and chases you again. So there's a few, there's a lot of tactics on this game because it's a difficult game and a lot of little secrety bits well. So, you can point scab on the short shaft by dropping the bags multiple times on the prison guard, especially if there's two of them on your tail. Keep an eye on the timer so you don't run out of time. On the very left-hand long shaft, you can point scab by stockpiling cash bags at the top and then grabbing the wheelbarrow and using it to knock out the guards as they climb the ladder. Because when you put the wheelbarrow over the ladder, the the guards can't get up and they knock themselves out and fall to the bottom, so you don't even have to drop a bag on them. You can keep doing this, and when your time gets low, grab one of your stockpiled cash, pop it in the barrow, brings your time back up, and just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it.
0: Yeah, like what what we just mentioned, you get more the time bonus, more time bonus multiplier is where you get all your points. So you just drop them when you have got like four thousand on the timer. And also, you can use the you know you can use the axe to stun the guards, and the axe disappears. But you can pick up the axe, and they run off. Yes. And if you drop if you drop the axe, then they come back. But you can just keep doing it until they run away. Yeah. And you've still got a use of the axe. So that so I saw that on. Some guy doing you've probably watched the same YouTube video as me. It's about a ten minute video. Yeah, to do the first it, level. To talk the guy ten minutes and it was very strategic, like you say, you know, picking up bags, dropping them in certain places and also y- boring. Yeah. It's ten yeah. minutes to
1: do that. You've got to really mess around with the bags and mm. keep the guards off you and do certain things to get them in the way and mmm, yes. You can kind of steer the guards. Yeah, Donkey Kong yeah. style. We talked about because Alex was playing it just before we recorded here,
0: yeah. and he
1: was saying you you can sort of if they're below you and you don't want to go up a ladder, you go the other way, and they'll sort of follow you even though yeah. you're a level they're or two going above down or below. The ladder,
2: then they've got to keep going down the ladders and then go up. Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm. so there you is can be a of, about it. I think there's a bit of depth there, like Donkey Kong, but there's yeah. quite a few sort of. Annoyances that kind of yeah, we will got get a onto because
1: on <laughs> I think I'm not sure, but when you pick up the axe, you've got a certain amount of time where you can chop away with it. But if you drop it and then pick it up again, I think it resets it.
2: Don't
0: know. That's I'm not sure point. about that. No, I'm not sure
1: because when you were so frustrated with those guys, you want to smash them in the face with an axe anyway. But yeah. it only temporarily, it only stuns them for a very short amount of time yeah. as well. So and then the axe disappears. So you can't use it again. So when I was watching the guy play it on YouTube. He was picking it up, getting the guy to run away and dropping it and dropping it, and keep it, picking it up. And in the end, the guy actually went up a ladder and, and went away for a little bit. So that's what he, he was planning to do—not just keep him coming backwards and forwards. he actually got rid of him. And there is a movement pattern to the guards. You
0: reckon, Sean? Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like we say, you, you can like get blur and kind of steer him. and also the carts. When you watch this YouTube video, the carts were the speediest way to get around the level. Yes. You, you know, because it's all about timing. Time is so strict on this game, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you can just stay in a car going backwards and forwards, and they can't get you. Mm. Yeah. But you should, and also, when you get out of the car, if you don't go the opposite way the car's going, it you'll run get run over by it.
2: Yeah. Which is
1: common sense. Yeah. If, you're, if you're speeding down a hill in a minecart, you wouldn't jump out the front <laughs> of it, would you? You'd jump out the back.
0: So that's this pretty a obvious. Video game
2: though shouldn't happen. Video game yeah, <laughs> physics
1: it shouldn't be like that. So but the graphics... is, an, is
0: an annoying one. If you drop a bag under underneath one of the hooks that you can grab on, yeah, you try and grab the bag again. You just grab the hook. You cannot get the bag.
1: Uh... But when,
0: when you go in a, in the minecart, does it not pick it up automatically for you though? And you you grab it and you're you're moving around the minecart with it. I think that's what. Yeah, you do. You, yeah, you've got to get back in the minecart to pick it up. Yeah.
1: Ugh, yeah, it's a bit of weird that one. So the the graphics are really colourful, very simple, nice looking though, 1982. Uh, Plinky tunes appear now and again with scrunchy walking sounds when you're moving around. But the best part about the sound for this is there's some very small bits of speech and they sound a little bit like this. Kind of things humans may utter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And hopla. And all yeah. that sort of stuff.
2: So, northern people, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> hey, hey hop. We can do a northern version. What are you doing? Ecky thump. Bugger. Hey. Hey.
1: Where's the where, t- bag? Where's took bag? <laughs> hey. Have that in your face, you idiot. <laughs> so the cabinet art on this, this is, a, this is one of the really nice cabinets. It's a really bright yellow stern cabinet, similar to... It's similar but not the same as Scramble and Turtles and uh, Berserk, that kind of of quite a big cabinet. Uh, It's got a really nice cartoon strip-style marquee uh, and the side art. And if you read it, it, it's
2: a little story, but it tells you how to play the Mm. game. I love that. That's a really good idea for the artwork. It's really, really cool. when I saw this at the Cambridge Museum, I didn't realise this was the guy that brought my marquee and my control panel off oh. me about 10 years ago. Oh, really? Will bought those off you? Will bought them off me. Ah, now, that's interesting. Who else would pick that up other than someone like me who's got a lot of nostalgia for the game? And I used to have them on my wall. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Oh, nice So one. those ones that I picked are actually on his cab. He never had them. I'm glad they went somewhere
0: to yeah.
1: use.
2: That's really cool. Nice one.
0: Mm.
2: So, as
1: Sean was saying, uh, the cab is what sold the game for him. Yeah. So the cab yeah. is lovely. It's a really nice-looking game. And when you see it playing, you think, oh, that's a good guy. I'll play that in a minute. You know. So it does draw you in. It's mm. it's doing a good job of drawing you in.
0: Yeah, I can't find any flyer for it at all. It's strange. You can find Super Bagman Flyers, the sequel. Yeah. Oh,
1: really?
0: Yeah. yeah, I can't find anything.
1: Huh. It didn't really I mean, need a flyer. It just needed a side-up, didn't it? It tells you everything yeah. about the game. Yeah.
0: It's weird how... Because Stern must have been a big company by that time, that you thought they would have put out some kind of literature, wouldn't you? Yeah,
1: 1982 was a good year for them as well. Mm. So maybe it didn't catch on, I don't know. Um, I was told, um, I think it was at the Cambridge meet, and I can't remember who told me this, that Valadon Automation was some kind of mining equipment company that decided to make a video game. But I doubt this is true, because I've been looking on the internet to find out about it, and the only evidence I've found out is to do with something I found on, on there... That said, Valadon Automation was formerly, formerly an industrial automation company. So it might have something to do with mining. I don't know. Um, but Valadon released five different arcade games. None of them are any good.
0: And Tank Bust is a particularly crappy game. I tried it out. It's rubbish. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought they made stripy suits, Valadon. Didn't that make stripy suits?
1: What are you all about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fear the little guy in. Bagman, He's got a
1: stripy suit on. So you think a laundry company made a video game? It's possible.
0: Only in your mind, Sean. Because they were in laundrettes. <laughs> video games in America in laundrettes. <laughs> Sean, Sean. Yeah. Keep quiet, and let the adult,
1: keep quiet and let the adults talk now.
0: It's been a long day.
1: Go on. It has. So port sequels and legacy. Um, Super Bagman. Did you yeah. like Super Bagman, Alex? I don't think I have played it. I'll let you play it in a minute. Yeah. It's very, it's almost the same game, but it's got some tweaks. It's a little bit faster, and I think you, play, you can pick up a gun in it as well. Oh, that sounds a better. You can shoot the guards in in face. So basically the same game. I think they might have tweaked a few things in it. I think I think it's a bit of a better game as well. What year was that released then? Uh, 84. 84, it? two years
2: later. They just took yeah. the same game, really. Well, it must have been well enough for them to do a sequel. Well, mm. you'd think um, a clone was this.
1: Of this was made by Ocean in the eighties, called Gilligan's Gold. Yes, the one I played, uh, and it was on the Spectrum in the '64. The '64 looks okay, but it's very slow to play. The Spectrum version is way faster, but the graphics are awful. You play a pink blob, mm. and the sound is like someone sawing the top of your skull off. <laughs> How it's... does that
0: sound? <laughs> That's good. That obviously, that's a good (laughs) sound.
1: There's quite a few people who played Sean. Yes. Shall we
0: we take it in turns from the bottom to the top?
1: From the bottom to the top, we'll take it in turns. Me first. Rob Ty, two thousand six hundred points. Got this score, and I realised I was the
0: guy at the bottom of the screen, not the top. Oh, Rob Carpenter, eighteen three twenty. The noise the guards make is like a bizarre, it was a bizarre sound like Chewbacca being strangled in a vat of custard. Never good. Ed Horse, 18,790,
2: 20 minutes played, I like it, my kind of pace. Mm. Paul McCaskey, 20,930, mm. I'd never heard of Bagman before and now I know why, it's pretty
0: frustrating and my scores keep getting worse. Oh, Mark Happy dude, 21190 one ninety. Hashtag cheap deaths. Absolutely. Andrew Driver, twenty three thousand eight hundred
2: twenty. Prefer to toy plop or well, toy plop. Toy pop was a game we did
1: recently. Oh, okay. And people didn't like it. Called it toy plop. Oh. Childish. <laughs> Benny Bonassi, twenty three thousand eight hundred eighty. Managed to play a bit of my new cab. It's okay.
0: The enemies could just steal your wheelbarrow and end it all. Yeah. Alan Delta Lima, 26-180. Only time for a few attempts on this featured game this morning. Starting to get the hang of it. Might come back to it again.
1: Right, Alex, before you do the next one, uh-huh. you've got to do it in a proper Yorkshire accent. Oh, I can't do a Yorkshire accent. Do you want accent, me to take
0: it? it? Go on, then. This is from
1: 29,840. Scoreboard <laughs> entry is excruciating.
2: <laughs> Where's me <my> whip it? <laughs> get your cloth. <laughs> Brian Haribo, 31,300. No-one would put Tempe in this. No-one. An abomination. You did, Alex. <laughs> I did. have put loads in. Ian Cullen, 31,470. Uh, my score, uh, 32,050.
1: I think I've got a bit more on that before, but as we will talk about in the conclusion,
2: I didn't want to play it. Mm. Salbug, 32,300. Love, love, love this game. Just wish it wasn't so hard and offered more playtime per credit.
0: Uh, Phil Horse, part of the Horse Foundation, 33,230. But a mashing fun, 35,380. This game is three bags full of something and it ain't cold. Yeah, it's brown. Cap and Crispy,
2: 35,600. So many cheap deaths in this one and not enough pickaxes. High score table hates you as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk about the high
1: score table in a minute. Matthew Bridge, 38,150. Didn't like this at first,
0: but it's grown on me. It mm. does. Chris a Bootleg, 38,380. Getting a score in before my holiday starts. It takes some getting used to. That's very polite. Huh. Michael Liz, 38,690. That's another
2: this one. Surprisingly frustrating. Bill wallam 38,870.
1: Le Bagman, c'est fantastique. I love this game, but I just can't get much further. That's my lot.
0: I need some spacey shooty action. Yeah, we do. This is me, forty thousand one hundred and twenty. Where do you pull that I, out from? I had I had one lucky game, and with that blue bag, and I, I got on average twenty thousand. That was one lucky game. You're a blue I thought, bag. I thought that'll do. <laughs> my good friend retro
2: Dave Nintendo forty two three hundred and twenty been playing for just over an hour today and this is my best score so far if I beat it I'll let you know it's a good it score
0: is. uh Hugo Parsons Ooh, a new player yeah. it's Chris's Chris cMP's brother
1: I don't oh know. well nice to have you Hugo forty three thousand oh. one hundred and thirty he's done a good score whoever he
0: is yeah, I think so. I'm mean, going to have to ask him. Tactical Giles, 43-230. The graphics are decent for 1982, and it has some great game mechanics, which makes for an enjoyable game once mastered, but the controls make it feel clunky and slow. It's hard to get off the ladders and on the ladders sometimes. Ooh, Overall, it? I think it's an okay game that could have been great with more Polish. So we have Polish. Oh, no, Polish. Polish. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Polish. Uh,
2: ben Granville, 43 five ten. A funny, great-looking, and well-polished game. Unfortunately, not a fun game. Uh, Chris CMP himself, forty-eight
0: thousand seven hundred. He's a good player. Even putting your name on this game is hard. Yes, another one. Yeah, Neil, Mister Twenty to Five, fifty-one fifty broke fifty thousand, but not level one. Hashtag silly deaths. Hashtag Bogman. Bogman. Bog, man. bog man. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: Wilter Drake, fifty-two nine thirty. A small improvement. I think I'm done for Neil. Uh, Samuel e. Tormola. Uh, 53,110,
1: half a screen away with a last damn bag. Thought maybe the blue one was optional, but it wasn't.
0: Ooh, two new players there. Thanks, Glads. And he is Jimmy. Who is he, Vic? Who's He's, a th- he's th- Jimmy. He Who is Jimmy, and it oh, he remains Jimmy. to be Jimmy. 58, 150. Very unfair, very frustrating, so why do I like it so much? Completed level one. Spoiler alert, level two looks very familiar. And no bonus, but you do get an extra man.
2: Mm. Steve Tyke, these are good scores now, 61-120, I concede, managed to finish level 1 somehow, once, must have scored about 200 points on the second level, trying for the big swag bag, waste, all in all an enjoyable game.
1: Huh. And right at the top of the scores, Charlie Farr, seventy one thousand one hundred twenty name entry is painful made it to level 2 wasn't prepared for the wheelbarrow appearing on the third screen that's just mean put it all Mm. the way on the third on the right hand screen that's annoying isn't it
0: you're going to lose half your time going over that way aren't you
1: yeah yeah so lots of problems in this game some good stuff improve this game just by ignoring it wherever you can (laughs) tedious 9 impossible gameplay you need to be very tactical and patient to do a level I'm sure this was a flop in the arcades back in the day Surely kids just wouldn't waste their tokens or 10ps in this when they could have had some fast action fun on another game. Where they could actually progress in the game, even if it's just a few levels. I'm guessing at the time of writing this that no one did the entire first level, but a few people did. I can't Mm. do the first level, no chance. The game needs to be faster, not to slow you down to half speed when picking up the bags, and maybe allows you to pick up more than one bag at a time. Mm. The bad guys need to respawn at set places rather than just where they fell. It'd be good to actually knock them out and send them away, somewhere away from you. Movement is clunky, especially when X in ladders or dropping the barrow. Would
0: mm, you like th- th- sure? I think there's a a lot of interesting things in this book that could make an, a good game. But yeah, but you've wrote lot-
1: tons of annoying shit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> there is. <laughs> there is, yeah. God. Getting on and off the ladders is very fiddly. Guards getting stunned in the lifts, you can't get in the lift, and then getting trapped in tunnels or on ledges all the time. I would make it a single screen game, so you do that level, then you get to so that first screen would be three levels. Yeah, hmm. that would work. Yeah,
2: I would. Cause... I would have a the guy have a bag of biscuits, so you could just drop them on the floor, and every yeah. time the, the the baddies walk past, and they they drop down, bend over to pick them up and eat them. That's because you've got no, chucky egg on the mic. You could that's run what you,
1: them. That's what you do with the hens, They yeah. the, the, the feed, don't they? Yeah, they
2: feed. That is a good idea. That another button, you could pick the it? biscuits up for extra points, maybe. If they didn't eat them, yeah. Yeah.
1: A good one, would not it? Yeah. Some, I, can can Sam, who talked to us earlier, who wants to hack some games, please hack this and make it better? Yeah, because
2: I think it could be actually quite a good game. I enjoyed it. I actually played a lot of it as a kid, even though there was probably only about 10 arcades to pick from back then in my local arcade. I actually quite enjoyed it then. I still enjoy it now. I mean, there's a lot of nostalgia for me with the game, but Hmm. I don't know. It is quite a tactical game. You've got to have a lot of patience with it because it can be a little bit annoying. It would have been better on a console, though, wouldn't it? Yes.
1: And it never came out on consoles. It only came out on two computers. I think
2: that's why it was quite attractive for me, though, as a kid, because it was a lot different than a lot of other games around at that time. And you couldn't play it at home, so you had to go down the arcade to play it. Yeah, I can see that, but for me...
1: I hate it. Too frustrating. I hate. Yeah. I really liked it. I used to play it just having a look at it before. But when you try and get into it to play a proper game, it's just really slow and turgid. Mm.
2: And even the decent players, taking 10 minutes to do one level is insane. Yeah, I definitely agree with them on the spawning. They should spawn on the other side or the third level. Yeah, and then the come back screen. to... You. But I think, really, that way I remember now how you play this game, you have to keep moving from screen to screen. Yeah. Because it takes them a long time to catch up with you, actually. Yeah, because I
1: think they can see you that Yeah, and on. use the
2: trains a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: The person I mm. saw playing it on YouTube who completed the game was doing this, but also people have been complaining as well that when you go from screen to screen, the elevators are in different places. The lifts move around. They don't, They don't just go to one... And then when you go back and back again, it goes up to the next one. It, it's random. Mm. So you can actually mess around with it, try and get the elevators in the place you want them to be. Because yeah. when you're waiting for an elevator, you get caught a lot by the guards. Mm. And if you get caught, you've had it. There's no, there's no way of getting rid of them. You've just got to stand there and go... Urgh! And just get squashed or even, like him.
2: control the, the, the mine carts with Yeah, lever, like, would like would in cool. Superglob. Yeah. Because so Super Superglob, which is a
1: game we covered years ago, yeah. there's actually two buttons. There's Call the Lift... And, and stick to the roof so you call the lift and lifts come to you really yeah. quick and you get in them and just go up and down where you want and that would be much better for this yeah. game if you can control them like on that and maybe even because you can get the guards to fall down the mine shafts mm. so you can actually sort of twick, trick them into and also on um, elevator action you can trick the guys into falling down the shafts
2: yeah. did they not make these improvements for Super Bagman then or was it just I, an added I don't gun? really know I'll have to
1: play it but I know I know Super Bagman is a bit easier to play Mm. we'll have a quick look after we've yeah. recorded we'll have a look and we shall talk about mm. it next time but for me I'm never going to play it again now now I've played it for too long I just it's just a pointless game because I can't progress in it mm. and I don't want to waste all that time 10 minutes a level you could do like 4 or 5 levels of Galaxian on that easy mm. well I couldn't awful 1 yeah. out of 10
0: rubbish next I think it's a good idea badly implemented even though I think it was a bit 50-50 in the feedback. Quite a few people yeah. liked it. Yeah, more if, people liked it than I thought, actually. Yeah, if you remade it and sped it up a bit, and if you yeah, you make it a single screen, because you don't know what's coming at you from... If you can get right near a screen edge and you get run over a tram or a guard comes out, yeah, you're struggling.
1: Yeah. Oh Well, wow. I thought this one was going to be really good, but unfortunately, it turned out a little way, didn't it?
2: Hmm. Except for you. Well, and, it, and even you
1: think this needs improvements.
2: It does, yeah. I think it's an average game. I don't think it's as bad as what you thought. But then I've got a lot of nostalgia for it, of course. Yeah, it looks pretty good actually for a yeah. game of
1: '82. It's actually yeah. nicely coloured. The graphics yeah. are pretty good. The ideas are all there. Yeah, but a little bit more in level design would have been better yeah. for the game. I totally game.
2: agree. I totally agree with all the points you make.
1: Because some um, some games are really really hard. Yeah and I still enjoy them. But this one's really hard and I don't enjoy it. Yeah. So that, that it's just that little edge that not quite got it for me.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah.
1: Anyways
0: up then. Any
1: road up. Next show's game and it's my pick.
0: And it's blank. The now, notes are blank.
1: I asked Sean earlier today on a message. I said to him, what do you think we should do for the next game? What do you think about doing Donkey Kong Remix, the spooky edition? Ooh. Ooh, I knew you'd say ooh. Yeah. And Sean just said, "No,
0: <laughs> no." Is that because you're crap at Donkey Kong, Sean? Now I think it, there is a bit of that. Wait but for excuses, th- everyone. Go on. I I think it would be hard for people to get it running, and I don't think they'd be asked. Mm.
1: What? Download Misfit Main. Put Ron maybe a in bonus Maine.
2: episode.
0: Well,
1: me and Alex are going to play it anyway, because I'll I'll get it sorted out on the the computer for you Mm. for a soon. We'll we'll play it anyway, and hopefully everyone else will download it and play it on Misfit Mame. And tell us what you think, listeners.
0: I couldn't get it because I'm on Linux. I can't get Misfit Mame. Oh, really? Mm.
1: Ooh, that's a bit of a pain, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Anyway,
1: listeners, ask us if you want us to play it sometime. Because it is a bit of an odd game, because it's not a real arcade game, it's a later version of something. Just see if you want us to play it. We might do it as a little side game or something, I don't know. Next show's game. The game we're going to play for next time is a vertical shooter, Sean. Oh! And it is Cutesy Plus Alpha. Right.
0: <gasps> I haven't played this.
1: It's a good you little play? game. It's quite difficult. It's a vertical shooter. Uh, average settings on it. I'm not sure what they are. i have got them in front of me at the moment. We'll put them on the show notes. Uh, and it's developed by Alpha Denchi, I believe. Oh. ADK. Yeah, I think so. But don't quote me on that. Quote me next time. Let's have a look.
0: I'm looking in May now, kids. Jaleco. sorry. Yeah, Jalico.
1: Who make very nice ponies. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So we put the... Should we put the skills... Not the skills that you settings. need. Settings. We put the settings. Put the skills that you need on the website. You yes. can download them and become skilled. Skilled. Yeah. Download, them right, download your
1: firmware right into your brain. <laughs> Oof. That, that so happened, plus man. alpha everyone and uh, anything more to add before we sign off gents yeah, thanks for having us on guys it's a pleasure Alex hopefully you yeah. will come back for a few more as well yeah, yeah it'll be pleasure. cool and that's about it from me thanks for listening and we'll catch you in two weeks time where we'll be playing plus alpha
0: yeah, thanks kids, and just remember now, now that I am working weekends, this podcast will probably be oh, out yes. a day a day later on Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays from now on. Yeah, because of Sean's silly job, we'll be doing, <laughs> recording on Monday, editing
1: on Tuesday, and releasing sometime on Wednesday.
0: Yeah.
2: Thanks for your patience. You need to get Thank some of that much. Pac-Man bog roll in the arcade club, have you seen that? Yes, yeah. We, we, yeah. we did it a
1: little while ago on the arcade thing. Yeah. Under... You need to get it in there. Yeah,
2: that'd be it'd cool, just, Sean. Arcade okay. would
1: just get
0: stolen, wouldn't it? I, I would
1: definitely steal some Pac-Man toilet roll. Yes, yes, I would steal it. What you could do, Sean, right, right, get the yeah. toilet roll, unravel it, get a biro, do your own game scenes on it, and wrap it back up again and just put it in there.
2: Or you could get your dog, yeah. like the Andrex adverts, and get him to pull the toilet roll all around the arcade club. He would definitely do that. He likes doing that.
1: Anyway, enough of this. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks for
0: listening. Bye. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye.
1: You can download or play the podcast, read all the show notes and leave feedback at www10 You can email me at vertvic at You can also reach us on our Facebook page. You can tweet me at 10 and you can tweet Sean at Sean Holley. We'd love to hear from you for game suggestions, arcade pickups and stories or any of your personal thoughts on anything we may have covered.